Starting Up with Virtue Zone on Dubai Eye 103.8. This is Starting Up with Virtue Zone each and every Thursday, 1 through until 2. Keep it locked here on Dubai Eye 103.8. Uh, Mr. Neil Petch is alongside me. He is the uh, chairman of Virtue Zone. Hashtag be your own boss. Reach out to Virtue Zone 24 7. They are on hand to give you advice of how to A, set up your uh, company, B, hashtag be your own boss, and C, become a success. Uh, been a busy old week then, has it? Listen, Tom, we've got such brilliant guests on the show, and everything seems so easy, especially Mm. when you've got magicians. Mm. It's not, and that's what our job is. Our job is to be those feet, those duck feet scurrying under the water to make this lot seem brilliant. But it's been a brilliant week, and I just met the world's best um, assistant, magician's assistant, so <laughs> full of positivity, overflowing. Uh, one thing I want to say just before that is a lot of people will look at Virtue Zone and go, oh, yeah, but why, 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 why would I come to Virtue Zone? Because, you know, they only deal with, like, big companies. They only deal with certain industries, etc. Our guest, next guest is a perfect example of the fact that you can help anybody. Hashtag become their own boss, right? It happened. This conversation happened off air. I said, Luca, do you have a company? He said, you idiot, I have a company with you. <laughs> Like fantastic, Virtue Zone has been on the Ellen Show, and I didn't know it. What a day! Get ready to be spellbound on today's success spotlight. Is how we kick things off each and every Thursday on starting up with Virtue Zone in the studio with us, a uh, much much hyped and uh, rewarded and awarded magician and hypnotist who's not only wowed Ellen but also conjured up a whopping twelve million social media followers in so doing. Here's him. In fact, on The Ellen Show with the one and only Ellen DeGeneres herself. He did this magic trick. It's the exact same trick that he did with Neil and myself just a few moments ago. In fact, you can check that out on our Instagram, Dubai I 103.8 page now. Just search for uh, Dubai I 103.8 and you'll be able to see this. Yeah, okay. That was for Neil and I, but this was for Ellen. If you're a magician with over 300 million views online, chances are you're going to end up on my show no matter how far away you live. From London, England, please welcome Luca Galloni. Okay, well, I'll tell you what we'll do with it. We'll take these five notes, fold them over like that. If you watch very closely, we can actually turn them into 500 real dollars. What? So Ellen was blown away by the whole thing, as were we. A few I'm still ago. looking for the notes. <laughs> uh, Luca Galloni has been kind enough to join us live in studio. Luca, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much indeed for joining us. Afternoon. I like the introduction. It's it's it, look it, no, no images without the beauty of radio, isn't it? But just voices from above. So Luca, I mean, first and foremost, a lot of people will, and I'm sure you get asked it time and time again. Uh, how much of an experience was that? I know coming into the Dubai Eye studio was a big experience, but the Ireland studio must be a whole new world. I mean, uh, you'd be surprised. This is a good studio. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very impressed with it so far. But it was one of those things where, I mean, we'll get to it in a bit, in a bit how the business journey went. When I started making social media content and sort of going viral and getting millions and millions of views, I knew that opportunities would come. Hmm. And then all of a sudden... It, it started coming in. Mm. And then next thing you know, I'm getting a, an email, then a Zoom call. Mm. Then I'm on a flight to L.A. to be on the show. And it was all kind of this whirlwind experience. But, yeah, it was amazing. 
And I know there's been some rumours about, you know, what how Ellen is behind the scenes, but all I can say is she was very nice to me. <laughs> we'll take that, that's for sure. Listen, let's do that journey before we dive into some of the specifics as well. Uh, how does Luca Galoni take a passion for magic, which always starts out as something uh, of a hobby, how does he turn that into um, a passion? Uh, how does he then turn that into uh, uh, something that he has chosen uh, as a vocation? And how do you then turn that vocation into a business? Okay, so there's, there's multiple parts to that question. Well, the first thing is you have to have no life as a kid. <laughs> that, that's how you get good at magic. So you start off till about 10 with no friends, and then by that time you can actually do some tricks. And then when it comes to the career part, transitioning to the career, obviously, you know, I mean, I'm sure you can imagine the conversation with my father who was desperate for me to go to university. And I said, Dad, I'm... I'm not going to go to university. I'm going to become a magician, right? And you can imagine how that, how that reaction might be. Yeah. But, you know, he's very proud of me now, and I'm very glad I made that choice. <laughs> and, and I just decided to start, you know, just to go for it. This is back in the UK when I was sort of 18. And I started doing shows all around the UK, um, corporate events, some really big clients. And I, was, and I got to a, a really good level with that. Mm. But I think when you've got kind of an entrepreneurial head, you know, Yes, you love the performance. Yes, you love the, the, the passion of the magic, but you wanted to take it to a step further. And that's when I started moving into more of the social media videos as well, which kind of took it to a whole new level. And uh, yeah. But, but taking the passion, because, you know, you're a, you're a brilliant magician. You get booked. People call up and say, look, I want you to come and do my gig. I'm going to pay you X amount. There. You've gone down a different route. You've decided to make it not just into Luca Galoni, but also a sort of a talent business as well. Why? So, so you say, so the, the, I guess the talent, look, I think if you have a passion, um, a lot of people will say, you know, follow your passion, do your passion, turn that into a career. Mm. The problem is with that is not every passion has a clear career path. Mm. So with magic, I was kind of fortunate because I knew that I could start off and I could start getting booking. So instantly I could start using my, passion and my talent to 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 make money mm. if my passion was i don't know uh, bonsai trees mm -hmm. or something like that it's the most random thing i could think of it's not as straightforward on where you know how you can monetize that but the beauty is now with social media is you can take pretty much any passion and you can find a niche audience who like that very strange small thing and you can make content and then monetize it that way mm. so i think social media youtube whatnot has changed the game Luca, I love this because so many entrepreneurs listening to this show, they, they're a one-man band and they're brilliant at what they do. And then the question is, if they're looking for investment, how do you scale that business? And talent is difficult to scale, mm. but you found a way of doing it. What were some of the biggest barriers in, in the way of making that work? I suppose it was... I mean, if, if, you, if, you, if you're already thinking about how to scale your business, you're obviously thinking in an entrepreneurial way to start with, right? So you're going to be thinking about, well, how do, I, how do I make, almost make money in my sleep? Because there's only, only so many hours in the day. I can only do so many bookings in a week. So you've got to think about how can you do something that will go beyond just, you know, you being there and selling your time. So the social media thing was was a perfect is a perfect kind of overlap because you can 
amplify your time. So let's say if you make a video, if you spend half an hour making a video or an hour making a video, <laughs> you know that that video can then go on. It's like an asset. It's like a digital asset almost that can then go and make you money, you know, for years to come on different channels. And does your company help other artists or it just helps your own particular <laughs> posse? <laughs> yeah. What so we, competition. <laughs> it, yeah, of course, there's that. But, you know, it's something we, we, we have we've definitely uh, started as well because yeah. there's different there's different elements to the business and the social media side of things, which is you know there's the brand deals where you work with brands to promote them through social media content, and then there's also uh, you know the the ad revenue from platforms like YouTube and Facebook. And so what we've done is we we can go go to a brand, let's say we can find five ten different creators who will you know be able to deliver a whole campaign for a, a brand. And then they'll come to us and we'll just get them out to, you know, a mass audience mm. through uh, through social media. On the social media thing. So when uh, social media became a thing, a lot of people said, oh, dear, this is going to be the worst thing for magicians the world over. Because all of a sudden you've got eyes on you, you've got cameras on, you've got the bits and pieces, you've got people wanting to make a name for themselves on social media by breaking the circle, etc. And yet... You're a great example of embracing social media and helping that to A, forward your career, and A, A, and B, to, to, to move the business forward. Well, do you want me to let you into a little uh, secret that might surprise you? It's not a magic secret. <laughs> I can't reveal any of those today. But when I do a video, a magic video, the strange thing is that I found out quite early on was when I, I can film a video that is the most perfect execution of a magic trick I've ever done. And there's no way that you could figure out how this trick could be done. Mm. And when I post those videos, they completely flop. They don't do that well. If I post a video where I add in something where it seems like maybe I've revealed the secret a little bit. Sometimes I'll throw in something that's a, a, a like a red, red herring. herring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then everybody go, rushes to the comments and comments long comments about how they think it was done. I spotted this, I spotted that. They share it with their friends. And the video actually does better Brilliant. because of the fact that it's not you know, perfect to the millimeter. So that's an interesting thing that I found. It's human behavior, though, that's isn't it? That's amazing. Here's it's a human challenge. Behavior. Magicians, surely they're made for TV and live performances. And here are we on radio. Well, yeah, and we are. I don't gonna, think you could conquer that. We are going to lay down that challenge shortly uh, for Luca. He's going to take on that challenge. Uh, listen, we've got Luca Galoni uh, in studio with us. He's performed all over the world. Just before we go to the break, relationship with Dubai. You based here now? Is this where the business is based? Yeah, yeah. Most of my time is in Dubai. Uh, I really like Dubai, and I think it's a great place for anybody to come who's got a business idea or mindset. I think it's one of the best places in the world. And do you use this as a base to go and do gigs in other parts of the world? Well, it's, well, that is another advantage, isn't it? It's a great hub, transport hub. You can get to pretty much anywhere. Yeah. So that's another bonus. But there's lots of good things. We could spend an hour Luca talking. Luca making an Airbus disappear over the Burj Al Arab. <laughs> You're magic and, magic and upgrade. Give me ideas. <laughs> right, we are. We are going to get some more tips from Luca in just a few moments' time. In fact, we're going to get some uh, pointers with regards to social media. Uh, and we're going to just see if there's any chance that he can do some on-air magic. Radio ain't made for magic, but uh, we will see if Luca can conquer that one for us in just a few moments. Uh, the magician and the hypnotist, Luca 
Galoni joining us again or staying with us, I should say, for a few more minutes. This is Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business set up with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Oh, we've got the man that can here in studio. Uh, we have got the one and only Luca Galoni, a magician and hypnotist to the stars, uh, is here with Neil and Mus. And it's a, it's a weird one, isn't it, Neil? Uh, Neil Patch, the chairman of Virtue, and alongside me as he is each and every Thursday, um, is because it's almost like you know we're, we're, we're deep in conversation with Luca. We want to find out more about the business and how it got set up and why Dubai, etc. We're a little bit nervous at the same are, time, aren't we? We are eh? a tad nervous. We're a little bit you nervous. You know, I, I always wanted to be hypnotised, and I tried once <laughs> in a show and then did succeed, so even more doubly nervous. Have you ever come out of the trance or not? <laughs> <laughs> the Fifth Amendment is going to be used here, Tom. <laughs> Good on you. Uh, right, Luke is still with us. Um, top tips for those looking to get ahead, not just in business, but in business using social media. You've done it so expertly. What are the what are the what are the, the, the do's and the don'ts? Do's and the don'ts. Well, I, I think you first got to figure out where most of your audience for your business, you know, sort of hangs out online. So, you know, for example, if you've got a very young audience, maybe TikTok's good. If you've got an older audience, maybe uh, Facebook's good. I mean, my, my grand's on Facebook. So, you know, this is the kind of audience you can reach on there. Whereas she's not on Snapchat and she's not on TikTok. However, once you've figured that out, you just need to start. You just need to get creating, get get stuff out there because you're never gonna you're never gonna find the content that works for your brand without just starting to make it and getting a bit of feedback from from uh, the public audience. And then it's a case of trying to you know improve it. I really like that. Your grands on Facebook. I've never felt so old in all my life. But it's a really good point because a lot of decisions by companies are made by the heads of those companies. The heads of those companies tend to be older and thus making the wrong decision because you need to be looking for the next target market. In terms of uh, the the next step, I mean, we've talked about the career up until now. You've Chosen to move to Dubai, sort of relocating the business here from the UK. What's next for the Luca Galoni brand? Very good question. I think it's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, how to you can have your goals for you can have your goals for it, your personal brand and your business, but everything's always changing uh, in the social media landscape. So I think for me, it's just getting more and more known. Mm. Also, it's um, developing the business side and the content side so that we can open more and more different channels, creating content that kind of works more without me as well. And and that will free up my time to do the other things like, you know, more performing again, more videos that I'm really, really passionate about. So, yeah, I think it's just more and more growth. And um, what form that comes in is probably dependent on the platforms because there's always new platforms mm. popping up and then new ones kind of going down. See, though, we're learning from a magician because I always remember this. BMW used to take the most expensive advertising site in, mm. in, in the whole of the UK. And they weren't doing it to appeal to mm. new customers to get them to buy their cars. They were doing it to make their existing customers feel good about themselves. Mm. And then they become ambassadors. 
So business less. Talking of, of, of the business, though, and again, you know, you in many ways are that business, Luca. And obviously, you've been talking there about the, the you know, the importance of social media and using that as much as possible. But um, quick one on the sort of blend as well. I mean, we're seeing more and more um, event venues popping up here. We've got Coca Arena here. We've got the Etihad Arena down in Abu Dhabi. More and more uh, venues to perform in. Is it important as well to keep that mix? Or do you find yourself sort of getting drawn more towards the social media side of things as opposed to the live things or do you have to have that blend i think you i think what it is more is you when you're when you're a performer yeah. when you're a, an artist let's say uh it's it's quite difficult to to flick between the two it's two, it's almost like two different sides of your brain so you've got kind of the analytical business mind and then you've got the free-flowing performance mind so it's a bit you have to be able to i guess spend your time doing 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 this one thing over here and then be able to switch. But that's very difficult. Yeah. So, you know, for example, when I'm performing, let's say if I've got a show, I'm probably going to do nothing for that day in terms of the business stuff mm. because I just it just doesn't really work for me. I need to focus 100% on that. And, but, yeah, the social media is kind of a mix because, yes, you're performing mm. and also you're doing the business side as well. But yeah. it's not as intense business side <laughs> as, like, picking up the phone and, and negotiating and doing that kind of stuff. We need you to dispel a myth. There is a myth out there that uh, magic and radio do not go hand in hand. Uh, can you dispel that one for us? I think you're being very pessimistic about well, it. That's just that's my life, you know. You've just summed it up in one. Yeah, I, I am think British people are pessimistic. Three Brits in a room, and you're, you're both <laughs> say, naysaying that I can't do it on radio. So I think we need to prove it wrong. If, if you can, please. Okay. Well, I, I thought I was thinking about what trick I could do on radio because it can't be visual. So I had an idea. So before the show started, I sent Neil uh, a text. Yeah. And I said, he's not, you've not opened the text. I haven't yet. opened it. So what we're going to do is I'm choose. Nervous. Do you promise? Exactly. So we're going to choose something at random uh, and we're going to choose a number. Hmm. Now, what I want you to both do is in your mind, think of a number between one and nine. Just get one in your head. Yep. Okay, so Tom, what, what did you think of? Number two. Number two, and Neil? Seven. Two and seven. So we're going to make a number out of two and seven. We can either go for 27, 72, seven plus two. We'll let, we'll let Neil choose. Nine. Nine. Okay, so you want to go for nine. Fantastic. So before we started, I put something on my phone over here. Now, I'm just going to... You can't really see it, but I'm just going to show you... Um, I've got my notes app over here. Yeah. And at the top note, it says celebrities. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hand it to you, Neil. Okay. And you see there's 100 of the most famous celebrities in the world on this All list. All right. Shall I go to number nine? So, oh, my Lord. So can you just scroll, confirm they're all different celebrities? Tom, yeah? uh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are all celebrities. Shakespeare, I love it. Nicole Scherzinger. Yep, yep. Okay. They're all and, celebrities. And, and number nine Number is... nine... Happen to know him. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And shall I go to my you, phone you can now? Say it, you can say it. Number nine is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, wow. Or, okay. as Rob Norton knows him, Leo. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> so that's out of 100 different yep. random celebrities. Donald yeah. Trump, yeah. He yep. is still a celebrity. Fantastic. Yeah. Winston Churchill. Yeah, it's that you haven't set me up here. <laughs> we could have gone for 72. We could have gone for 27. We could yep. have gone, went for nine. Can I get in my phone? Open the text I sent you on the phone. Okay. This is the moment of truth, though. Okay, here we so, go. 
Here we've we got go. Peche opening up his phone now. I, I'm opening up scrolling the phone the and se- scrolling through the semi-final messages. Scrolling through the phone. There's a message from Donna Benton. I better not read read that at the moment. Uh, and what? <laughs> How did you do that? Is it really there? Show to the camera. <laughs> no. Oh my lord. That is very, very good. So, just for those that are out there, for the purpose of radio listeners, uh, Neil Petch is now showing me a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio that has been sent by Luca Galloni. And that was sent, what, half an hour ago? 20 minutes ago? Yeah, that that was sent at 12.55. That is ridiculous. That's the first time I've had a picture of a man sent to me. (laughs) Thank you. That is absolutely amazing. Luca, listen, we could talk for hours, uh, but unfortunately time is against us. So uh, tell us, how do people get in touch with you? (laughs) Well, you've got all my social medias. Just type in Luca Galoni, L-U-C-A-G-A double. Just type in Luca G, Luca G, (laughs) and you'll find me. I don't want to confuse you with the Italian name, but... Galone. And people, you'll have all the details about when you're next performing, etc., around town or whatever. All, the, all those details are on there, are You'll they? find every aspect of my entire life on my Instagram, probably TikTok as well. <laughs> Luca, bless you. Thanks so much indeed for your time this morning. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Uh, and a big thanks uh, for uh, wowing us as well at the same time. So, Luca Galone, uh, for now, huge thanks for joining us and thanks for being uh, here on Starting Up With Virtue. Thank you very much. You're listening to Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business setup with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, we've been magicked. We have been magicked. Uh, we have been dumbfounded uh, here in studio by Luca Galoni. And it continues as well. The magic keeps on happening here. Uh, you are locked in to Starting Up with Virtue Zone. Uh, Neil Petch and Tom Urquhart with you through till two o'clock in the afternoon. No shortage uh, of clothing brands in the UAE. And it takes a lot of hard work and guts to really stand out from the crowd. But that's exactly how edgy clothing line Flash Mob Nation uh, has made its name and continues continues to. We're joined now by its founder, uh, model turned reality star, t- uh, reality TV star turned entrepreneur turned successful businessman, uh, and of course, as I mentioned, founder uh, of the clothing line Flash Mob Nation, Shreyas, uh, Shreyas Meta. Shreyas, bless you. Thanks so much indeed for your time. Thanks for battling the traffic and joining us here today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys having me here. Look, amazing to have you here. Um, the, the journey that I mentioned there, there's a lot of hyphens. It's, you know, it's, the, it's, it's, it's working in fashion, it's model, it's reality TV, it's the entrepreneur, it's the business. Was it all planned? Uh, to be honest, everything's just been going on the floor. I had literally not planned even the first step of being a model, followed by a reality star and then just for. So basically I studied in fashion, which was always, I think that was dragged by my modeling, modeling career that I got an interest in fashion of actually how fashion is developed and the clothes uh, are made from the fabrics, from the styling. So, but I didn't get a chance to pursue, like have my own brand at that point. Mm. So it followed by being a reality star and I also got a job of working as a fashion buyer. Mm. So I got pretty equipped in terms of all the knowledge that was required in terms of how a garment is made, how a business, basically a fashion business runs. And it was always my dream and after a decade of working in the fashion industry is when I actually launched this brand. Mm. So, yeah, it's been six months we in the market and things are just going up See, and up. See, has something in common with me. I didn't plan to be a model either. 
<laughs> it just happened, didn't it, Neil? It just happened. <laughs> but I've got to ask you straight. So, you know, you're, you're, you're now a successful businessman. And people judge in the world, don't they? There's a lot of jealousy and, 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 and so on. How, how did you overcome that side? Because there's, you know, we ugly people think that it comes easy to you handsome people, but it's not always the case, is it? Uh, in fact, this, no, you made a great point. The part of jealousy and hatred is something that actually I just realized how much it's increased right now after especially getting your, into your own business. But Initially, it used to bother me a lot, but then I started thinking of it, and actually, it is like what, jealousy is a compliment. Mm. It's like the time you're really? growing and time you have haters. That's actually a proof that you're growing. Mm. So there's always going to be haters, and I think they're going to grow more and more. But you know the, the true people and the people you live, who feel, who for you and with you, and I think those are enough. Mm. So the minute more and more haters are coming in. It's a really big compliment, and I can see myself growing more. You've bought clothes, you've modelled clothes, now you're designing clothes as well. Clothes have been a very much close part of your life. Where do you get your inspiration from? So basically, my inspiration from all of the mixed brands. So Flash Mob, uh, the whole idea of it is mix. It's to stand out in any place. So we have a basic set of attire. We have a party wear, or we have a unisex mm-hmm. or a rave collection. Any bit of it is meant to stand out. So I've taken an inspiration mainly from the New York streets and all of the street fashion, which was mixed in slightly a Korean and a Hong Kong and basically blending all together and getting it in Dubai. Mm. This is the first brand, which is a homegrown brand of Dubai. We are we design in Dubai, we make it, we just don't manufacture it in Dubai yet. But basically, it's about the Dubai style. Because gone that time when people used to say that Dubai is, Dubai is not a fashion hub. Yeah. I think Dubai is soon going to be a fashion capital. Look at the Dubai Mall 10 years back and look at the Dubai Mall now. I mean, Dubai is crossing um, and getting into a, maybe a Milan Fashion Week or a New York Fashion Week or London Fashion Week. Dubai can compete beyond. All the, any, any designer store showcases their limited, you know, like the five pieces in the world or two pieces in the world. They just keep it, but in Dubai is the place where it's sold out the fastest. So that's a clear sign in the direction that Dubai is close, close to be the fashion, uh, next fashion capital. I like that idea, and I, I, I want to agree with you on that idea. But then again, you know, you're mentioning there a number of brands well-established. They're making clothes in other parts of the world. I love the fact that you're, you're designing, you're conceptualizing, you're doing everything here. In order to make this a truly, truly fashion hub or capital as well do we need to invest more into the manufacturing side of clothes here the the fabricating of clothes here i feel the fabrication is not exactly where you where it comes to the manufacturing okay. aspect of dubai that's every every place has its skill but the finishing or the printing or the final garment like you can see dubai is known for okay if the luxury brands if you're saying dubai is known for gold or Dubai is known for pieces like masterpieces like master diamonds. So there are quite a lot of garments that actually are gold-plated or you use a Swarovski studs or that league. So it's the next league where you want to make a unique, more, more than a unique masterpiece. Mm. So Dubai is the place to grow it. Yeah, I've got to disagree with you, Tom. You know, there's a lot of things that Dubai does that actually uh, it doesn't shout about. 
You know, it's the tea capital of, of the yeah. world. There are factories. I, I've got friends who have garment factories in, in Sharjah making huge amounts of clothes for some of the biggest brands in the world. Mm. So this sort of stuff is the under uh, the undercover, if you like, or, or, or shy, modest part of the UAE. So they do have that as well. Yeah. I, I'm interested as well. I mean, when you are setting out on this journey, Flash Mob Nation, uh, for all those that want to check out uh, some of Ashres's uh, inspirations and creations while we're having this chat as well, get yourself online and check those out now. Uh, but how do you get it out to the public? Because we've just been speaking to Luca Galoni there. Um, one would have thought a magician has to do a load of live gigs in order to get his art out, etc. No, Luca is using Embracing Social Media. What's the sort of the way for a new up-and-coming designer such as yourself to get your clothes, your inspirations, out to the market? Do you have to pay millions of dirhams of rent in a Dubai mall store? Honestly, I don't even have a store as, as of now yet. And I would... Uh, the way we have started is I launched with Dubai Fashion Week in the design district. In a, with a small pop-up store, you know, like we have a small kiosk store, which responded phenomenally well. The next, and that's not a big investment. I, I can't like initially, an, a startup can't have a store in a Dubai mall next to the Dubai fountain uplooking the Bush Khalifa. Not for now. I think it will come with time. The next step, what I did is big times in social media, con- collaborating with the micro-influencers, not the A-level ones, which are also growing. So it's like collaboration is the next way of success in terms of it's like two startups growing together. Mm. A micro-influencer who's just picking up, I'm a startup brand, I'm picking up. So we grow together and actually that helped. Next, now we've opened two boutique stores. One is in West Palm Beach in Playa, which is actually a beach club. Mm -hmm. And the next one is in the uh, Agenda Media City right here, Mm -hmm. where there's Fashion Factor. Mm -hmm. Fashion Factor is the main fashion shows that happen in Dubai. So this is the place where, again, we do on a collaboration. These are both new, and we promote them, they promote us. Mm. So the response is pretty well, and I really love this new new concept that's coming in Dubai about collaboration. It's basically about everyone who's a startup wants to help the other. Mm. And it's the thought, the perception of growing together as a startup has become so supportive. Instead of being jealous, people have started to grow together. Yeah. So, I mean, can't get better. Yeah. I think it's got good energy because a, a collaboration is is a word that is, I think, too often used. But you've just shown how it can actually happen. And part of that, I think, is if you listen to the people that you wish to collaborate with and, and wish to work with, then you're hearing what they need. And if you can tick those boxes, then you're much more likely to succeed together. Mm. Um I love the entrepreneurial spirit. I love the fact that you have built this business from from grassroots up as well. What's next for Flash Mob Nation? Putting on your business hat, putting on your founder's hat as well. Where do you see the brand going? So now, as we've seen, we're focusing more on the beach club and the youth. Yep. So you can see Dubai is changing in terms of music festivals and a lot of new concerts happening. Initially, which two years but down the, before... I didn't see too much. Mm. So now we have a rave collection which is basically pertaining to Dubai. Mm. It's, it's inspired by Tomorrowland, the Burning Man, the Coachella, all those events. But we're bringing it here in Dubai. Mm. And we, this is again a collaboration with the major clubs in Dubai, which is a Terra Solis, mm-hmm. a Playa, or again all the beach clubs. We are, we have, we with the young customer of a fashion forward and all of this, we're making a model range. Mm. 
which is just meant for their models. I know, I know it, people say like, no, it's supposed to be for everyone. But this range is specifically for the models. What has happened now, people are getting very commercial. It's like clothes for everyone. But then the models are feeling missed out. It, it's turned the other way, like, because it's an idea that whatever a model wears look good. But what, what is specifically for them? Mm. So that's a range that we're building on. Next steps are we are going to, there, there are a lot of future plans in terms of eventually we'll get into stores. Mm which is, I think, next to next year. Mm. But till now, it's all going to be more of social media, more on the Google and exploring more than Dubai. G- give us a piece of advice. Obviously, this show is designed, uh, it's brought to you by VirtuZen, but designed to, to give people, um, to give people the, the, the encouragement that they need to make that jump, to make that step, as you did from, from your previous roles, to say, you know what, I want to make this my life, I want to make this my business, etc. So you've been through that startup process from taking it from concept to business as well. What's the advice you give to aspiring fashionistas out there who want to turn their passion into a business? So basically, the passion into a business has to come with a unique vision. I mean, you'll have a setup about your designs, your idea, your dreams that you want to show. But like, you've got to stand out in terms of something that is so unique. And that's pretty unreal. Mm -hmm. Like right now, Flash Mob, we do a 90-minute delivery anywhere in Dubai. Mm-hmm. We promise promise a 90-minute delivery, and if it's failed, we give it for free. Here's another one for you. Flash Mob is an inclusive company. They're including the beautiful people. Quite right, too. Yeah, yeah. No, so there's plenty, there's plenty to, to, for, for people to consider there. But, and and for, from you personally, the process of setup, did you feel you got enough uh, support here in the country to set up your business? Is this a business that you could only have set up in Dubai or could you have set it up elsewhere? I feel the support that I've got from Dubai is phenomenal. Mm. They are really cooperative in terms of setup for a startup and not uh, the legal aspects and the support of influencers and the marketing has been very, very supportive. Mm. I feel I would have struggled more if it, if it would have been elsewhere. But Dubai has literally shown and proved to be a path of they want startups to grow. Mm. And it's like hand in hand as much as they could. I never felt an obstruction in yeah. terms of any legal aspects or uh, any cooperation in terms of if you want to do a photo shoot or if, if Dubai, Dubai really wants brands to be built in Dubai, mm. which is which I feel we are short of. And that's what I would also tell the new entrepreneurs. This is the place people people get too overwhelmed with the idea. Oh, my God, in Dubai. No. But honestly, this is the place where you can build. It's the secret source of Dubai. It's you feel you can do it. He's got a secret source. The positivity that's coming out of this man here and that voice as well just oozes positivity and calmness as well. Shreyas, bottle that voice. It is a beautiful voice. It's a voice for radio, that's for sure. So great to have you with us here in studio. Shreyas Mehta is the founder of Flash Mob Nation. Shreyas, if people want to find out more about the brand, what do they do? They go to flashmobnation.com or they can follow us at flashmobnation on Instagram. And please, 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 anytime you want a 90-minute delivery or else you're short of outfit, you don't know what to wear, we promise you a 90-minute delivery. Just call us. We'll have it delivered I've got a Ch- Coachella party coming soon. I know <laughs> where I'm going to be looking. <laughs> well, listen, if you want to check out some of Shreya's inspirations and creations, uh, get yourself onto the gram because uh, myself and Neil Petch will be modelling a couple of his creations very shortly. The you lucky, lucky thing, you, oh, yeah. You lucky thing. Oh. Listen, bless you. Thank you so much indeed for coming in. Great to see you and all the best with the business. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Big thanks to Treyas for joining us live in studio. This is Starting Up with Virtue Zone. 
This is Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business set up with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back to Starting Up with Virtue Zone. We're live here on Dubai Eye 103.8. Myself and Mr. Neil Petch with you. It's time for a very short company clinic because we're going to wrap things up. We've had magicians in. We've had fashion designers. It's all been going on here. Uh, make sure you do check out, check out all the latest on our Instagram page. Just search for Dubai I-103.8, starting up with Virtue Zone. Uh, right, for those wanting to start a, a, a similar business, uh, this is going to be useful information. Jesse's been in touch with a question for Neil, saying, I want to start a chain of coffee carts, Neil, that will visit offices and deliver their daily brew. Um, do you know if that there are any legalities around food carts here in Dubai? Where do I start the process? Firstly, Jesse, brilliant idea. Love it. Good luck. Secondly, you're going to be dealing with about four different entities, and that is a brilliant example. Thank you very much, Tom, for bringing this one of why VirtuZen steps in. Deal with all four at the same time. Let you concentrate on brewing brilliant coffee. So come and visit us at Sukal Baha and we'll guide you through that process. Um, well, uh, our friend Jesse has gone for a double rather than a single here because says also says, and is there any chance, any tips, Neil, that you can give us on how to do the best market research? Yeah, I mean, the first thing that I would say is free things are the best things. So you've probably got a database. You've got your friends and, and family. You've got your staff use them to reach out to as many people as possible. And then we've just been learning today all about social media. It's so easy to put polls on on WhatsApp, to put polls on Instagram, and just encourage people, interact uh, uh, with, with people, find out where their favourite coffee's from. Great advice uh, from Neil Petch, the chairman of Virtue Zone. And that is it for another edition of Virtue Zone. Big thanks to all of you for joining us live here on the show. Uh, thanks, Neil. I enjoyed that one. Um, I need to check that we've still got our watches. And what well, I haven't got a watch, that's for sure it's gone. Uh, where's that it's magician? magic. It's magic. That magician? Um, no, I enjoyed that one. Do you enjoy it? I loved it, and I'm going to see you one o'clock next week. Indeed you are. We're going to be back again uh, next Thursday from one. In the meantime, if you would like any advice on how to become your own boss about setting up your business, hashtag be your own boss, get yourself onto all the social channels for Virtue Zone. From myself, uh, Tom Urquhart, and of course, Neil from Virtue Zone, we will do this all again next week. Till then, thanks so much indeed for tuning in. Bye-bye.